I wanted to ask you the question, how have the two days off been, right? So we did day one, we talked about the different components of emotional intelligence. And then in day two is all about, is it my fault or is it their fault? And regardless of whose fault it is, it's important that we keep our composure. And I was demonstrating that through telling you a personal story about how a lady was suing me because of a car crash. So the two days so far, how did they impact you? And then we had two days off because of personal reasons on my end. And I thought that would be that 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 turned out to be really good because then you really got to absorb the teachings even more and pay attention to your own life and see if you could be more aware, more of aware of how you are regulating your inner world, how aware you are, how you are reacting or responding to your outside world, right? Hi, Patricia. So glad you're here. So did you learn anything about yourself during the teachings? Did you learn anything about yourself the two days now that we've had off? Did something happen in your life? Did you notice, hmm, I can do a little better here or wow i've been paying more attention to my inner world i've been so much more aware i understand now why i react so much i understand now why i give my power away i can see it here i can see it here and i can see it here because you being here is amazing but it's not enough for you to learn i don't want you to learn just to learn because that knowledge doesn't mean anything if you're not able to apply it into your life, right? So you don't wanna waste your time. You don't ever wanna waste your time. So everything you're ever doing, like for me, even if I just watch a Netflix show, people will say that's a waste of time. It's not what we do, it's what we do with it. So even if I watch something on Netflix, I am able to learn something from it and reflect on my own life. So what did you learn about yourself after these first two days? And what have you noticed during the two days we had off, which was Sunday and Monday, and now it's Tuesday and we're back for day three. What did you learn? What did you realize? What did you incorporate? Did you have something crazy happen and you're like, I'm not gonna give my power away on this one? Did you have something chaotic go on in your life and you were able to keep your composure? You were super aware of how you were feeling. So share that with me, I'd love to hear. And then what we wanna do is build on that, right? We always wanna build on our progress, that's key. I feel better, I had some emotional times during my period, but it was better. It gets better each month, so it's a victory. All right, so feel free to share, ladies. In the meantime, I'm gonna dive into today's teaching. And today we're talking about the energetic difference between having expectations versus having boundaries. Having expectations versus having boundaries. And it was one of you ladies who, was, who actually brought this to my attention. And this is something that I love to talk about anyway. And it falls perfect under what we're talking about when it comes to emotional intelligence. So I truly, truly hope you're going to love today. And I think you're going to relate so much. All right, let me see these comments before we start. 
Teresa said, yes, I've gotten a lot out of the past two days and I've been focusing on not giving my power away anymore. Lots of writing in the past two days. I love that, that's so powerful. Chantel said, I learned that I have a lot of healing to do that I need to take that I need to take seriously and I need to find better ways to work on my craft. I want to get your journal and I want to know what's in it. <laughs> okay, so that's amazing. That's amazing awareness. Way to decide that your healing is super important. Way to take care of yourself and really pay attention. You can just message me to get my journal and what's in it. There is a video here in the group. You can just search self-love healing journal and it will show you basically what's in it. It's a lot in there. So it takes you through your past, your present, and your future. Rafaela said, I'm aware of the moment where I lose control over my emotions, but still not able to change my reactions. Okay, so remember, awareness is key, so that's amazing. And now we're slowly but surely gonna work on getting to the point where we don't react. And in the Radiant Woman, which you just signed up for, amazing, woohoo, we're really, really gonna get into the, the meat of it. And that's gonna be all about the transformation, okay? This is more about the information and in the Radiant Woman, we're gonna transform. So you're on the right path. All right, so when, when we understand that everything we're doing, that everything we're doing and who we're being and what we're feeling, that it has a particular energy behind it, that's when we start recognizing that we have more control and we have more power then we allow ourselves to realize. What do I mean by this? So every action that you take, every thought that you think, every, emotions, every emotion that you feel has a particular energy behind it, has a certain vibration to it. So when we are, when we're operating from I want people to do this for me, or I expect people to live up to these standards, or if a person doesn't do this, that means X, Y, Z, and we create these additional stories. All of that has a particular energy to it. And to put this into a very clear perspective, so it makes sense to you, we can either be in like, we can be in survival mode, where it's all about, we feel, that anything and anyone can be a threat to us. And this is when we're operating from a place of lack. Like, things are not good enough. You probably feel like you're not good enough. You're probably telling yourself that you're not worthy of love. You're probably telling yourself that people uh, will not be there for you. You probably tell yourself that people are gonna abandon you. You probably tell yourself that you're not an important enough for other people. And this is the place where you're constantly trying, trying to survive. And because you don't feel good enough, and because you're not filling your own cup, you're not loving yourself enough, you get to the point where you expect other people to do it because you didn't have that growing up. You didn't get what you needed. You didn't get what you wanted. So you are not taught how to love yourself. You are not taught how to fill your own cup. And let me know if this resonates, if this is you. So now you're at a place where you're looking for a partner and you're looking for a partner because you want that person to really validate you. You want this person to do all these things for you because deep down you don't believe that you're worthy and you want someone else to prove to you that you're somewhat good enough, right? Yes, right? So this is one place that we can operate from. 
And when we're operating from this place, we are going to be very, very reactive. We are going to be very, very reactive because the ruling emotions that we're feeling in our body are coming from a place of lack. They're coming from a place of desperation. They're coming from a place of, I just need to survive. I just need to survive. And survival could mean I just... I just want someone to calm me down. I just want to feel that I'm someone in this very moment. I just want to get through the situation real quick. Survival can look any type of way. But in the past, survival looked like we were running away from this animal that is chasing us and we got to survive. This is when the amygdala is activated, the part in our brain that is about survival. The thing is, we don't live outside anymore, right? but we still activate that part of the brain because we were traumatized. So if we have not done any healing work, that means that our nervous system is hijacked. And when our nervous system is not calm, when our nervous system is not operating in coherence, like it's all a mess, is going to set off that part of your brain, the amygdala, and you're, you're constantly going to feel like you're under threat. And this is shown, this is shown clearly in relationships when one person tries to control the other person because you literally feel like it's a threat for you if your partner is away for longer than like two hours. You literally feel like it's a threat to you if your partner doesn't do the dishes. You feel like it's a threat to you if your partner speaks to you a certain type of way. And because that's the place you're operating from, and you're not paying attention to what it is that is going on beneath all of this, you snap. You're very reactive. So then you say, well, I want to be more emotionally intelligent in my life. If you are not healing yourself, if you're not doing any healing work, there is no way that's going to work. So it's about working on our healing while at the same time raising our awareness, understanding ourselves, paying attention to how we speak to ourselves, holding ourselves to a higher standard and extracting our attention away from the world, from people, from everything else that we've been paying so much attention to, the attention needs to start being put on ourselves. This is where we have to start raising our awareness in the five areas that I spoke about in the first day, okay? Shayla said, in my environment, there are a lot of arguing of people picking fights. And I noticed this weekend, I usually can ignore. But at times, I lose my temper and say something. But this weekend, I strongly ignored it with pride. And a lot of what you said helped with that. It makes me so happy, Shayla. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. Yes. So it's extra challenging if we're already in an environment that is chaotic. Right? So if that's also who you used to be and you place yourself in that type of environment, your body is going to remember that because our body stores memory. So it's going to be easy to go back to that. It's not impossible to raise our awareness and to, and to actually not react the way we used to in the same environment. It's not impossible but it's way more challenging. So the more we can pull ourselves out of the harmful situations, out of the crazy chaotic environment, so we can actually start figuring out and working on what we need to work on, the better it is, right? So we wanna do that as much as we can. 
Teresa said, I can't express my real feelings towards someone close to me because they get on the defensive, they get defensive every time. So they just have, so they just have to build up inside. Right. And so if we are in that type of situation where we do want to express ourselves, but people are not receptive to it, this tells us again, that we're depending on someone else for us to feel and work through and express our emotions. And as you can tell, even when you think that you got it, you're ready to express yourself. But again, you're saying that this person is defensive. This person isn't ready. You again are what? You're paying attention to that person. And you are saying that you're building up all the stuff inside of you because this person is not receptive. This is again us focusing on the external world, us focusing on other people. You can very well express your real feelings without that person. You can very well work through your emotions. You can very well live in your truth and speak your truth. And now if we get to the point where this person refuses to, do that. You have to make a choice for yourself. Are you going to have a difficult conversation with this person? How are you going to handle the situation? I've been working on that since Saturday because my feelings matter. That makes me so happy and that's amazing. Right? So I just wanted to point that out. So I'm so glad that Teresa said this, that even in the times where we're like, okay, I, I got my emotions under control. I'm ready to express myself. All that the next person has to do is to listen to me. And if they don't listen, it's their problem and they have to work on themselves. And as long as they're work, not working on themselves, but I am, I'm going to focus on the fact that they're not working on themselves. Again, this is you placing your attention where you shouldn't be placing your attention. And this perfectly ties into what we're talking about today. And that's the expectation piece. When we have expectations... We're coming from a place of, I need something else or I need someone else to make me feel better. I need this person to listen to me. I need this person to understand me. I need to be on the same page as this person. This person needs to understand why I did this. And if they're not listening, it's their fault. If they're not paying attention, it's their fault. And I'm expecting that they get it together. Not only is this unfair, and a lot of pressure on another person, but you give up your power, you give your power away every time you think that in order for you to live in your truth, in order for you to express yourself, you need someone else to, to listen. You need someone else to validate you. Does this make sense? Let me know. And let me know if you get, uh, if you get caught in this trap sometimes. I'm doing the work. I get it now, but they are, no, stop, stop right there and take a step back. This has nothing to do with them. Your emotional intelligence and your healing has nothing to do with anybody else. Every time you set an expectation, yes, I'm so glad it makes sense. Every time you set an expectation, that means you're coming from somewhere that you think you need something additional in order for you to progress, in order for you to make progress, in order for you to improve, in order for you to heal more, in order for you to be able to regulate your emotions better because you need these people to do something in order for you 
to make progress. Hi Yolanda, how are you? So glad you're tuning in. So we wanna recognize and realize that we don't need that. And this is true in your romantic relationship or ships. This is true in your relationship with your kids. This is true in your relationships with your friends. And this is true in the workplace too. And this is especially true too when it comes to religion and politics and all of the things. What happens is we often identify, I would say 99 if not like 99.9% .9 of people identify with their emotions. And they identify with their beliefs. So if I believe that I'm, I am my emotions, and if I believe that I am my beliefs, the things that I'm believing, then I, I sure as heck, I need to expect that people listen to me. I need to make sure that they somewhat agree to me or that they give me some type of validation because I have tied the beliefs and my emotions to who I am as a person. So if they don't agree, if they don't want to listen to my, to how I feel, if they don't want to listen to my beliefs or if they disagree, and this is the really challenging one, then hell is going to break loose and I'm going to feel like crap on the inside because I feel that they're neglecting me as a person. Let me know if this makes sense. Because I believe that my emotions and my feelings are who I am. And I believe that my, I believe that my beliefs are who I am. So if someone doesn't listen to me, if someone is not available for me, then I'm going to feel really hurt. And because I'm already coming from a place of I'm expecting you to do this. I'm in survival. I'm just trying to survive. Yes, very much. Awesome. I'm just trying to survive. And now I easily get triggered and I snap. And I'm like, Dang, how did I just lose control of my emotions? I have zero emotional intelligence, not understanding what actually led up to your, you snapping. And then also, like we talked about before, the work that you do between the times where you get really upset, you have not done enough work around your awareness, understanding yourself, Paying attention to every situation, like I said, we, we say that something matters more than, than, uh, than, the, than the other thing. My interaction with my child here is not as important as my interaction with my boss or my employee. It's two different situations. It's okay if I go off on my child or on my spouse, but it's not okay if I go, on on my, go off on my boss. So we start rating things and we start thinking it's okay that we act a certain type of way around someone, but not around someone else. Instead of deciding who do I want to be, who's the person I want to be, who do I choose to be all the freaking time? This is how I program myself. If I choose to be the person, the bigger person, if I choose to be the person who expresses myself, regardless if someone chooses to validate me or not, that is who I am. That has nothing to do with anyone else. And I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you through the lenses of my filter. Like I know that you are, um, you're not a good listener. You had a horrible childhood. You treat your family like crap and all these things that I can tell myself. And based on the story I tell myself, that's going to determine how I communicate with you. 
and you're thinking that you're so much better. But again, you're operating from a place of lack. So I want to make it very clear when we're in survival, this is about us being in like feeling unworthy. We feel a lot of guilt. We feel a lot of fear. We feel a lot of shame. We're experiencing a lot of our traumatic symptoms like depression, anxiety. We have nightmares. We're full of lust. And it's just like, it's all about how do I survive this? You don't live for anyone else's validation. No, you validate yourself. That's what we talked about in She Power. So when you're operating from this place, you're going to be having a lot of expectations set for other people. And that energy is not the energy you want to operate in because now all your energy is like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. You want energy from the world and from other people in order for you to feel good. So you don't have any energy inside of your body available to actually regulate your inner world, for you to be more conscious, to send energy up to your head, to send energy up to your mind, to send energy toward your third eye, right? Does that make sense? You don't have any energy to your disposal. And then when you say, like Rafaela said, I feel... I, I, I feel like I'm more aware, but I'm still snapping. It's because of the energy that you have available to you. And it's not that much because you're operating from a place of survival. So we have to understand, first of all, we have to understand, first of all, where are we operating from majority of the time? Because if you're feeling lack, if you're feeling desperate, if you're feeling a lot of shame, if you're feeling a lot of guilt, if you feel a lot of fear, if you feel a lot of feel a lot of anxiety, you're pulling energy from the world and that is not much. And you want to use that to make you feel better about yourself. And every time the world fails to deliver, you're going to be really disappointed. Every time someone fails to deliver, you're going to keep them responsible for your happiness. This never works. And it also doesn't help you evolve either, right? Shayla, so you just reminded me of a situation I'm trying to understand how to handle. I believe in God and my closest friends right now don't. don't. And a few times I'll mention a parable or a story. They'll shush me and tell me, oh, shush. And it's like, hey, but I get others have their opinion, but don't shush me. It's like, what do you do about that? Okay, so Shayla, this is a situation where you decide where you decide what you want. So you, you're expressing yourself. You're sharing what you want to share. And like you said, your friends don't have to agree or they don't have to have the same beliefs. But they get to say, they get to speak their truth. If they get annoyed, they have the right to say that. You don't get to decide how they're going to respond. You want them, and this is a perfect example. You want them to respond a certain type of way or you just want them to be quiet and allow you to express yourself. That may never happen in your friendship circle. And you expecting that, again, is a good example of an expectation. That's where you get to make a choice. Will I continue to be in this cycle, circle and continue to share and allow them to shush me and say whatever they want to say? Or will I try to have a conversation with them and express to them how I feel and ask them if I can express myself without them doing this to me? Or finally, will I remove myself from the circle and choose other friends? 
So you always have choices. But the choice is never to make, try to make someone else do something else without actually having, even having a conversation, right? So I hope that helps. Yes, I feel like I have to be a different person for different people, right? And you shouldn't have to. Just be you, right? Do what makes you happy, yeah, be you. And what I mean by be you, be your full authentic self. And when we fail to be ourselves, because of ourselves, we often blame other people for it because we, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to fill our own cup. We're not loving ourselves enough. And then we're thinking, who failed me? Who didn't listen to me? What if he or she would have listened to me? I would have felt so much better. And we continue to give our power away, right? So this is living an expectation and this is coming from being in survival, not believing you're good enough blaming yourself, bashing yourself, speaking negatively to yourself, thinking you're always going to fail, thinking you're a failure, thinking that everything that happens to you is scary or the world is a scary place or it's scary to be in a relationship. You're afraid that this person is going to leave you. You're afraid that this person is not going to understand you and you don't feel good on your own. You're not loving yourself. And when you're operating from this place, you don't have enough energy available for you and you're gonna want other people to feed you. I'm always bashing myself. So common. You're gonna want other people to feed you so you can feel good. And when they fail, because they have to take care of themselves and they might not even be loving themselves so they don't have anything to give. And remember, this is what I talk about all the time. We can only give from whatever we have in our cup. Oftentimes, we expect something from someone who has nothing in their cup. Their cup is completely empty, just like yours at that time. And then you're like, pour onto me, pour into me, pour into me, pour, 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 pour. But they're like, I don't have anything to pour. And they're just expressing what they have at that time. And that makes you frustrated because rather than you stepping back and taking care of yourself, you want someone else to do it for you. Does that make sense? Right, and that's where expectations are born. That's where expectations are born. And there is no authenticity in that because you're secretly expecting something from someone else. And you usually pick fights and you often leave these people without even giving them an explanation for why you left. You oftentimes treat them like they're not worthy because they fail to live up to your expectations. It feels like my soul has been ripped out sometimes. All right, so we have a lot of healing work to do that. So Healing Academy is more about the healing, the healing, the trauma, healing the wounds, making sure your nervous system starts being starts calming down, you're calming down your nervous system, you're healing your inner children, you're getting to know your symptoms, you're transforming the relationship with all the wounds inside of you, with the wounded parts of you. Whereas in the radiant woman, it's all about this. It's all about the emotional intelligence. You're already doing the healing work. You're, you're, you're raising your awareness. You're understanding where all is coming from, but now you want to be more in control of the way that you respond in your 
relationships in every conversation that you have and you decide that who you are what you have to say and how you feel and that your role in this world matters and you want to get to the point where it doesn't matter what someone else is and what someone else thinks you're gonna live your truth you're gonna express yourself and you're not gonna get so freaking destroyed when someone doesn't agree with you you're gonna be able to keep your composure and you're gonna be able to stand tall and still speak your truth and validate yourself every freaking time. And this is where the inner boundaries come in. And that's what I'm gonna be teaching about in the healing, uh, in the Radiant Woman, how to actually create internal boundaries. So we have living in expectation, living in survival, and then we have living in this blissful place of, I have boundaries. And if you know me, you know I teach boundaries in a different way. So this is not boundaries as you can't do this. This is more about expectations when you start putting all these conditions onto other people. It's not about you can't do this or if you do that, oh my gosh, you crossed my bound. Oh my gosh. Like, no, this has nothing to do with anyone else. Coming from a place of I have boundaries, it's about boundaries. This is about your internal boundaries. This is you deciding what you're available for energetically. This is you deciding what you're available for in your friendships, right? This is what we just talked about. This is about you deciding what kind of relationships you desire to have in your life. This is you deciding how you want to feel. This is you deciding how much you will put up with. This is you deciding how you will be treated or not. This is you deciding on all these things and making sure that you're doing it for yourself, right? So if I want to be heard, if I want to feel heard by another human being, if I want to be respected, if I want someone to actually care about me, if I want to feel like I matter, if I want to feel important, if I want to feel like I'm actually making a difference in someone's life, I have to ask myself, am I doing all of that for myself? Am I doing that for myself? Because if I'm not, I'm back in the expectation realm, in the realm of expectation. How can you expect someone else to do something for you or be someone if you're not that person yourself? How can you expect that? And who are you to expect that? Who are you to place such a heavy weight on someone else's shoulders when you can't even carry your own load? And you're the only one that really understands what's going on inside of you. No one else knows what it is that you're going through. So you're the only one that knows what it is that you need. No one else knows that. And oftentimes we don't spend enough energy, we don't spend enough time and we don't invest in ourselves either because like I said in the other class, we're only aware of 5% of our thoughts, emotions and our actions. So the other 95%, we really need to get some guidance with that to see ourselves more clearly. Oftentimes we don't do the work and we're not actually even aware of what's going on inside of here, right? Even though you know the most, 
And then we're like secretly and oftentimes subconsciously creating these expectations for other people. And we know we want them to read our mind, but we don't really understand ourselves either. So when it, go, when it comes to setting your inner boundaries, it's about you making sure that you're not crossing your boundaries. So if you don't want anybody to cuss at you, if you don't want anybody to speak negatively to you, but you're doing it to yourself, that is you crossing your own boundaries. But you would say, this is what a lot of women say, oh my gosh, he or she just crossed my boundaries. They're so disrespectful. But when they go home and when they lay in bed, they do the same thing to themselves. And because they do that to themselves and it's already really painful, they expect other people not to do it. And we go back into expectation again. When you're living from a place of inner boundaries, you make sure that you don't do to yourself what you don't want other people to do to you. And you're keeping yourself accountable. You're holding yourself responsible for your inner well-being. And this is so clear. This is so set inside of you that it's so easy to detect it when you're around other people. Like you're like a living lie detector, like a living like magnet that either absorbs people or repels people. Cause you're like, nah, that's not, that's not a, that's not a match. That's not a match. And it's not even about you having to do the sorting out. Those type of people that want to treat you like garbage, they're not going to be attracted to you. You're not going to be a vibrational match with those people. You're not going to have to worry about setting any type of expectations because the people that are attracted to you are going to know because they feel your energy, because you have a lot of energy, you're charging yourself, you're treating yourself the right way, you're caring for yourself, you're loving yourself, you're respecting yourself, you're investing in yourself, you're doing the healing work, you're doing all of the things, so you have a lot of energy at your disposal to be more of who you are, to express yourself without needing anything in return to give to other people without expecting anything in return, right? So when I do these master classes, you often hear me sell too, right? So I give and I sell, but I don't give only so I can sell, right? So there's a huge difference. I don't need anything from you. I provide you more opportunities to actually step up and invest in yourself and to actually make yourself matter so much that you take your self-love journey to the next level. I give you that opportunity. So you wanna give people an opportunity to be in your world without expecting anything from them in return. If they want to give something to you, if they want to do more things with you, that's available, but it's not an expectation. I don't expect any one of you to actually invest in my programs. It's about you. I give you the opportunity. I don't expect any of my clients to continue to work with me, even if I love working with them because it's their journey. I don't have any expectations. I'm just there as a guide. I'm just there to serve. I'm just there to be me and to provide my services. And for those of you who are business owners, this kicks in where there's this expectation of us feeling like people have to continue to work with us or people have to buy from us. And we only create content so that people will buy, not just because of the pureness of our hearts and because that's what we wanna do. This is also true in the workplace 
when you work and when your boss is not really feeling what you're doing, you take it personally because you expected a certain type of reaction from him or her and you make it mean something about yourself. This is also true with your children where you had a rough day, you didn't take care of yourself and they're acting out and you take that personally and you expect them to behave well even though they, they need to be able to express themselves in their own authentic way which you think you should be able to snap and, and act however you want but you don't create the same space for them because you have not filled their, your own cup. So can you show up authentically? Can you show up in your power? Can you speak your truth and still coexist with other people? That is the question. Can you show up without needing anyone else to be anybody else than who they are? Without needing anybody else to do anything else but what they desire to do? Can you do that? That's being emotionally intelligent. When you can get to that point because you're your own goddess. You're all that you need. But the side effect of that becomes very magical because people get attracted to people like that. So it's not that now you're gonna be lonely and no one else is ever, no one else is ever not gonna wanna give anything to you. People are gonna wanna be with you. People are gonna wanna work with you because they're seeing that you're living your truth. They're seeing that you're standing firm. They're seeing that you're speaking your truth. You're holding on to your power. You don't expect anything. And you're the person that they love being around. Like you're, 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 you're just like that team player. I wanna learn from you. I wanna be coached by you. I wanna be mentored by you. I wanna be influenced by you because you make me feel like it's safe to be myself. Wow, yeah. Do you make it safe for other people to be who they are? Or do you only cuddle with them? Do you only love on them? Do you only have conversations with them as long as you're comfortable and they're agreeing with you? And this is some hardcore soul question that you have to ask yourself and be completely honest with yourself because remember, Self-love is all about the relationship we have with ourselves. And that relationship needs to be true, honest, reflective, and actionable. So are you allowing other people, are you coexisting with other people and allowing them to be who they are? Regardless of who they are, regardless of what they believe in, regardless of how they feel, regardless of what they think. Regardless if they agree or not with you, are you allowing them to be them? We can only allow other people to be them when we allow ourselves to be who we are. And we don't need anybody's approval to be who we are. And we don't need a certain type of response from someone else to be more of who we are. We only react to people because number one, we're still traumatized from something and we have not healed. Number two, because we're seeking something from someone else and we're expecting something from someone else. And when they don't deliver, we feel like we have the right to react. And we're saying because it's what they did or what they said, which takes me back to you're not allowing them to be them because they should be able to say or do or be whoever they want, whoever they are. And if that's not fitting to you, you don't have to react. You can choose not to be around that person anymore. 
But don't think that you have the right to change someone because you're uncomfortable and because they bring out some of your old wounds and some of your triggers and are calling you to do more healing work. That's not their responsibility. I love how clear you explain these inner battles and, and defer what healthy and defer what's healthy and what's unhealthy. It makes me so happy. So let me know if that makes sense. Let me know what that, if that makes sense. And you may, may say, well, how do I get to that point? You get to that point by taking your relationship with yourself to the next level. And that's what we're going to be doing in The Radiant Woman. You take your relationship to the next freaking level. And you freaking take your power back. Regardless of what someone else is doing regardless of what someone else is saying. And you get so freaking clear with yourself and so freaking aware that when you do that, you catch yourself and you're like, oh, Shayla, oh, Teresa, you just did it again. You just did it again. But not, in and not to bash yourself, not to bash yourself, not to say you're an idiot, not to say you suck, but to have this deeper awareness, this higher awareness, and the more you do that, the more you catch yourself, the more you're going to actually change what's going on internally. And the next time when something happens, you may do something completely different. Expectations versus inner boundaries. Be honest with yourself. Where do you operate the most? And share with me here. This is how we learn, this is how we grow, this is how we change, by being honest with ourselves. I operated from expectations many, many years too, without even being aware of it. Because I didn't have that level of awareness. And this is why awareness is the first thing that I ever mentioned in this masterclass, because awareness is everything. But if you deeply traumatize and you're so clouded by everything that happened to you and you're living in the past, there's no way you're aware. So there are different things that we have to work on. Different things we have to work on. But every time you notice, this is why I asked you. I didn't ask you for me, I asked you for you. What did you learn during the first two days with me? And what did you do? during the two days off? What did you realize? What did you apply? So that you can see that you actually have the power to freaking do something with your life and change your old patterns. Change the way you've been functioning. You have that power. And once you recognize what you've done, like Shayla said, she would usually engage in that and she didn't, that is a time to love on yourself even more. Oh, wow, you're so amazing. Just that quick, you applied something you learned. And feeding yourself with that over and over again is going to take away the need from, I need someone else to do that for me so I can feel good. I used to do this in the beginning of my marriage where I would, for example, I would create something, like I would create a program or I would write a post or something and I would go to my husband right away because growing up as a child, I never felt like anything I did was good enough because my dad would always compare me to my cousin and other people. So 
I started being extra obsessed with having the best grades, making sure everything I did was flawless because I wanted his validation, I wanted his approval. And I didn't understand how deeply ingrained this was in me because I started doing the same thing with my husband. But now vocally, I would actually vocalize it. Hey babe, what do you think about this post? Hey babe, what do you think about this product? Hey babe, what do you think about this product or program? I don't know what I just said. He said, oh, it's great. But if he wasn't as enthusiastic as I wanted him to be, I would get frustrated with him because I expected him to react or to, 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 to respond, not react, but to respond a certain type of way. And how many times do you do this in your marriage and you get a divorce or you make your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend look like the bad guy simply by because they did not respond the way you wanted them to respond and therefore you reacted because they didn't do what you wanted them to do. What is that other than manipulation? And a lot of us do that, but then wanna walk around talking about how the exes and the husband and the wife are such narcissists and all of that. You just have a more subtle way of doing things many times. It is manipulation every time you expect someone else to be someone they're not. It's manipulation every time you only say something because you're expecting a certain type of response from them. That's manipulation. And when they don't, when they don't, when they don't do what you want them to do, you let them know about it. And it's their fault for being them. How many times have you made it wrong for someone else to be who they are? How many times have you made someone wrong just because they expressed how they felt? How many times? And then you wonder, why don't I have any healthy relationships? Why don't I feel supported? Why don't I feel loved? Why can't I build intimacy with anyone, with my kids, with, with my partner, with my friends, with no one? And then you bury yourself in work and work is all that matters because that's when you get to escape your problems and you become addicted. You become addicted. It's a huge issue that's current comparison. I've been vocal about that lately. Yes. Yes. I noticed I think I'm finally almost healed all the way and I want to thank you for your help. I'm so full of happiness on my own. Shayla, that makes me so, so, so happy. Makes me so happy. All right, ladies, do you have any questions about what we've been talking about? Any questions about what we've been talking about? What is your biggest What is your biggest takeaway from today? Did you have any like, oh my gosh, moments? Knowing what you learned today, does it make more sense why you are where you are in your life? Does it make sense why you may not be at the next level you desire to be? Does it make sense why your relationship, you don't have the level of intimacy you desire? Does it make sense why you're not as connected to your children as you desire to be? Does it make sense why you may not be getting the promotion at your work? Does it make sense why you may not be working with the clients you want to work with? Does it make sense why someone may not be buying from you? Does it make sense? I want you to clearly understand the difference between being you and speaking your truth and expressing yourself without needing someone else to be someone else or do something else or respond a certain type of way in order for you to feel full and complete and whole on your own without you needing anyone else to do anything else. This is next level emotional intelligence. And again, this is what we're gonna be diving deeper into in The Radiant Woman. 
when you get to the point where you don't need anything. And because you don't need anything, you start getting a lot. But not because you're expecting it, but simply because of who you are. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's all I had to do? Stop obsessing, stop stressing, stop worrying, stop expecting? Yes. But of course, it always sounds easier than it is because we actually have to do the work to get there. And this is why your healing journey, your self-love journey is a lifetime commitment. Because you'll heal something or you'll start loving one part of you and then something else comes up and then you have to tend to that and tend to that and tend to that. So you can't be in and out. If you don't want your partner or if you don't want your future partner to be in and out with you emotionally and physically and mentally and sexually and whatever else it may be, you can't be in and out with yourself. You can be inconsistent with yourself. You got to be really, really consistent with yourself and you always got to treat yourself and um, view yourself as priority. Not undermine yourself because you're in the presence, presence of a celebrity. Not undermining yourself because someone else has a higher role or higher status than you are, than you have. You are you. And this person and this version of you is going to evolve and, and even may transform and transcend into something completely different. But being you, the full authentic you, the one you are right now, is the key. And making sure that you fill your own cup. Making sure you have the right type of energy to your disposal. Now when you're not in survival, you're more in creation, you're more in like the thrive, thrival, into the thrive, thrival, thriving world. You're thriving now. You're creating. You're dreaming. You're envisioning. You're making things happen. You're more in your imagination. You're visualizing, you're meditating, you're creating your world by tending to your inner world and choosing what you want. Choosing that and removing the expectation. You start noticing, dang, I'm getting all the things. I'm getting whoever I want. I'm getting all the promotions. Because you're not in need anymore. The entire hour resonated with me. It brought out a lot of emotions, but I needed this. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm so glad to hear that. Have to do it the tough love way and just got to come out, right? So ladies, please share. Please share what your takeaway from today was. I hope it resonated. Also, you have... You have until tomorrow, till tomorrow when we do the last and final, the final and the fourth and final day to post. You can also do on your Facebook page if you don't have an Instagram. So you can share on your Instagram story. You can take a screenshot of me here and you can share it on your Instagram story and tag me. You can write a post on Facebook and tag me. So you're getting entry points. You can collect entry points all the way until tomorrow. Tomorrow, before we start, I am doing the 
giveaway and I'm going to pull out the winner who's going to win my self-love healing journal and affirmation cards. So if you want that to be you, make sure you collect as many points as you want and I will announce the winner tomorrow before we start. Thank you ladies so much for being here with me. I appreciate you so much. I hope this resonated with you and I will see you tomorrow for a final masterclass. Mwah. Love you all. Bye-bye.